Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode six of the Last I Go Hard podcast. DJ, spin it. I go hard podcast. Podcast. You are listening to the last I go hard. Go hard. You are listening to the last I go hard podcast. What is up, everybody? If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you already know what I'm about to ask. How's that Friday going? Mine's going great. Amazing. Fun Friday. You know, it's Friday. Getting ready for the weekend. I'm pumped. How about y'all? I hope y'all are doing great. You know, have y'all been scrolling through Instagram, social medias? I have. I've. I mean, that's what I've been doing. I do it all the time. Been <laughs> seeing some crazy stuff lately. Like, what's up with all these people getting tattoos of celebrities on their bodies? I never understood that. They get like their favorite celebrity. Just like you know what? I really love Beyonce. So what I'm gonna do? Is just to be like, you know, show that I really love Beyonce. I'm going to get a tattoo of her on my back. Just a big picture of her face. Yeah, that's not going to creep her out at all. Yeah, celebrities are just going to love that, won't they? You just run up to them. Hey, Beyonce, look look at me. Look what I got on my back. I got you on my back. It is detailed. I paid hefty amount for that tattoo. Would you sign my autograph? Sure, you freak of nature. Why not? There's actually people, that I, actually, I don't know if there's multiple, but I know there's at least one guy. Yeah, I'm going to say he's a guy. I don't, I'm not going to tell you his name or whatever, just for, you know, he's a clout chaser enough. If he wants to be shouted out on my podcast, he's got to, you know, spin some of that dough, okay? But I will talk about him, though. He is, I don't know if he's like, like, real famous famous, but... He's pretty well known for getting tattoos of celebrities all over his body. He's got Supreme Patty, Little Pump. Um, I'm trying to think of other celebrities, but those are the two that I can think of off the top of my head. Basically, this dude is covered in celebrity faces. And that's insane to me because I'm like, really? Like, what happens if you have grandchildren? I don't think this kid, guy will ever have grandchildren. Please, God, don't let this guy have grandchildren. But in the off chance that he does have grandchildren or just children of his own, I mean, what are they going to do? Be tugging at his shirt? Especially if he had grandchildren because those tattoos are going to be looking pretty raunchy by then. They'll just be tugging at his shirt like, Hey, Grandpa, 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 what is, what is that, uh, what is that frowny, like, face looking, is that, is that like a orange? on you no no that's that's justin bieber that's not an orange he just looks a little different because i'm old but i don't just have justin bieber though see i have little pump right here i have beyonce right here i have uh i've uh i I actually actually learn around i have elon musk right here on my lower back i mean what really and and some celebrities embrace that they're like they screenshot or no they share the post and put it on their stories, and they're like, oh, here's another tattoo. I'm like, really? If I was ever famous, ever, I would, I would not embrace people getting a tattoo of my face anywhere. If some celebrity came running up, I mean, not celebrity, but if some person came running up to me, it's like, Dawson, 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 I love you so much. I got a tattoo of your face on my chest and it's like a detailed picture of my face on their chest i 
I'm running the opposite direction because they're psychopaths. I, w- I never would ever get anything. I mean, I have nothing against tattoos. I have one myself. But the tattoo that I have is, it means something to me. Like, it's a meaningful tattoo. It's not just uh, just random garbage that I'm just going to put on my body. It's actually meaningful. Okay? And I would never put another celebrity or anybody that I like. Like, I'm really into serial killer documentaries. Do you think I'm going to be rolling around with a Ted Bundy tattoo? Or a Jeffrey Dahmer? <laughs> what happens if people did that? Like, they had their favorite serial killers. They're like, hey, look, I got Jeffrey Dahmer right here. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty trendy. <laughs> no. No. Actually, you know what? I will do this, though. If a listener out there, uh, preferably probably in my age range, so if you're in the 18 to 25 age range, um, you're going to probably be more willing to do this because if you're an older adult listening to this, you're, you're definitely probably not going to be down. But if you are around my age and you get a tattoo somewhere on your body uh, promoting the last Eagleheart podcast, uh, DM me the picture and I will personally pay for how much ever that tattoo cost you. But I'm not going over 150 I promise you that. $150 is my max. I am not, like, if you get, like, some detail, like, dude, I, I, Dawson, I spent $450 on this tattoo. No. Okay? I just need something basic. It's not, nothing over 150 You're literally going to be a walking billboard. That's the least I can do for you being an advertisement for me. It's just... Whenever you're shirtless on the beach, they're going to be like, what's the last Ico Heart podcast? They're going to be like, oh, check it out. He paid for the tattoo, too. So, yeah. So, anybody out there that gets a, the last Ico Heart podcast tattoo, 150 or under, I'll pay for it in full. Just DM me the picture. I promise you, it will get out there. <laughs> oh, man. I'm ready for sports. I'm ready for sports to come back. I'm done. Okay? I'm really done. I I want college football here. I'm a college sports fan. I don't mind professional sports, but I am a hardcore college sports fan. I am. I'm I'm a diehard Longhorns fan. Texas Longhorn. Uh, Raised. Not born. I was not born here in Texas. I was just raised in Texas. So it was pretty awesome. Uh, being raised in Arkansas and going to school with a Longhorn jersey. Yeah. Especially when back then when they were rivals, Texas and the Razorbacks, that's Longhorns and Razorbacks, the biggest rivals ever. Before Arkansas went to the SEC. Boo. (laughs) But, no, I, I went there and I was so proud of it. I would go there and I first officially started watching the Longhorns, uh, I want to say with my dad when Colt McCoy was quarterback. Yeah, you got Colt McCoy. You got Jordan Shipley. Yeah, you, that group of boys, whoo, they were ballers, okay? They were studs for the Longhorns. I mean, by far, like, the. I mean, I haven't seen a group of Longhorns good ever since them. Like, ever since them, I mean, we've just been like, I've just been like, can we get, like, a positive season? please just positive like i mean i'm tired of going negative okay i mean we're finally starting to try to turn things around for the longhorn nation okay i'm not doubting anything 
but it's been a rough few years. Really rough few years. But I was a fan back with uh, Colt McCoy, Jordan Shipley, that group. And uh, I wore Colt McCoy jersey to school every every um, every time the Longhorns were on. I, I would wear that jersey, especially when Arkansas and Texas played. Whew. People would be running around in hog jerseys. I would be, I, I think I was the only one. Maybe there would be one other, but I know for a fact I was probably the only one, the one percenters that wore a Longhorn jersey in my school, and I had and I had balls, I really did. I mean, pfft, what other kid would do that? Okay, <laughs> great. So I was raised a Longhorn fan. Okay, now I'm here in Texas. Man, I can I I want to go. I've never I've never actually been to a Longhorn game, and I really want to go. I've never been. I know. Longhorn fan, never been, you know what, I am going to have the chance this year, maybe, maybe have the chance this year, if, if things start calming down, and we, everybody can get their stuff together, we can actually have a season, and I'm all down for it, I mean, I'm ready, I'm pumped, Matthew McConaughey, I'm ready to see him out on the field, he's probably the biggest Longhorn fan ever, he's like, he's, if, when, okay, and for the non-Texas Longhorn fans out there, when you think of Matthew McConaughey, think of Texas Longhorns. Or when you think of the Texas Longhorns, you're going to think Matthew McConaughey. Because he is by far the biggest Longhorn fan. It's like, for example, like if I go to a Longhorn game and I get a Hook'em Horns, that's my goal. I want to get a Hook'em Horns from Matthew McConaughey. That's probably like the most magical thing ever. If you get a Hook'em Horns from Matthew McConaughey, you're like a, you're a VIP Longhorn automatically. You should be, like, you should automatically get a season pass, everything. Field side with Matthew. I mean, <laughs> if you get a Longhorn, that's what I really want. And, and what the crazy part is, is that, speaking of the Longhorns, I mean, I work on a golf course, and I golf sometimes on that golf course uh, after work. Enjoy a few rounds. And one day, I happened to be playing behind none other than Colt McCoy. And I'm just like, what? Um, this dude is what I was raised with. Like, I mean, he went and took the long horse to the national championship against Bama. I mean, come on. I was playing behind him. And I'll, I'll be honest, I was, I was trying to keep it together. But I was texting all my friends. I was acting like a little... Pr- I was acting like a little preteen girl once I see, like, One Direction or something like that. Just, oh, my God, oh, my God, I, I'm behind Cole McCoy. Oh, my God. I was acting so stupid. But the thing is, though, is, like, I was raised watching him. So it was, like, a totally different experience. But I will be honest, that dude and his group of friends were the slowest. I'm talking the slowest golfers I have ever ever seen in my life like the the tea times are set 30 minutes apart for a reason and they took so long that they held up me a group behind me and another group that's that's how long they took and it was honestly the most like annoying thing ever i had to i had to wait so long for them to be done with every hole Okay, I love Cole McCoy, but dude, you gotta you gotta play golf faster. Like, come on. Like they were playing so slow, an old guy 
from watching from his house uh house porch literally looked over and was like hey guys play faster i was like listen to him (laughs) yeah and then one of cole mccoy's posses popped back it was like mind your own business i was like oh we're about to start something here and then the guy behind me uh he was a he was an aggie fan he had texas a&m stuff so we already know that he hated cole mccoy so it just infuriated him when he knew that cole mccoy was in front of him because he asked me because he caught him but he was like who is that i said it's cole mccoy he's like oh my god cole mccoy Wow. Of course it is. I'm like, stop being mean to Cole McCoy. I was raised watching him. (laughs) But no, man, I'm ready. Ready for the sports to come back. But speaking of football, have any of y'all watched that Aaron Hernandez documentary? Anybody into serial killer docs out there? Is it just me? I mean, dude, I I enjoy watching those. I I like just to just to be able to. I'm like just like wow, they did that. Wow, they got away with that. God, but no, I was watching the Aaron Hernandez, uh, doc on Netflix, and that thing blew my mind. Um, because before that, I watched the Casey Anthony one. And this one, uh, in in Aaron's second trial, he had the same attorney as Casey Anthony, uh, Jose Baez. And I'm like, dude, this Jose Baez. I, I looked more into him, and dude, he's like a famous celebrity attorney. But he's most famous for Casey Anthony's case because, I mean, he totally, like, I mean, I mean, they won that case, so he got famous off of that. And... And he did Aaron Hernandez's second case, and he won that case. But Aaron lost his first case, and he has some other attorneys. So I I automatically think, I'm like, dude, Aaron was one Jose bias away from getting clean free from all his charges. He just needed Jose for his first case, and then he he would have been free. Because I mean, this this Jose dude, he works wonders. He he does some magical stuff. I mean, I I can't believe attorneys <laughs> in this. Like they get they get the little they go okay, all right here you go. Um, he, here's the file. Here's who you're defending. Um, you this guy um is accused okay accused of killing four people. Um, uh. And I'm not talking about Aaron anyways. I'm talking about just random. I'm just talking about random. Just like, just imagine being an attorney. Just be like, okay, hey, okay. This guy killed four people. His prints are on the machete. Um, it, was his, it was his wife. Um, there's so, many, so much evidence pointing towards this guy, but you have to defend him. If I was put in that position, I, I couldn't clinch it. I, could, I couldn't hold it in. I, I would be a terrible attorney. I just... I would be awful, just the worst, because you just have to, just you know, I get, you just gotta have to, like you know, make up all this and like you know be exuberant. And I'm not, 
I'm not good with defending people that are, like, guilty. Like, <laughs> I can never do that. That is some sort of power that I can never have. Just be able to be a people of the jury. Okay, I know my client's fingerprints are on the machete. Okay? It was his wife. Okay? There was a bite mark. Okay? It matches with his teeth. Alright? The semen sample that, that was collected on the scene was his semen. Okay? There was more fingerprints found around her body, which were his. But, even though all the evidence lines up to this dude, I will prove to you that all this evidence is bogus. Follow me. <laughs> then I would have to make up something, and I couldn't. There's just no way. No way. No way. And, and I would just absolutely blow as an attorney. But, I mean, he's something else. He, he, he got Casey Anthony out of it, and she got accused of uh, killing her newborn. And that was, that was intense. I was like, dude, <laughs> how would you do it? What's your magic? What's your wizardry? Because I could never, ever be like that at all. <laughs> Whoa, man. But, uh, man, a lot of race stuff going around, though. A lot of race stuff. Uh, there's been some videos out lately. Of, have y'all seen the videos of, uh, of like, uh, I guess, yeah, white supremacists or whatever, uh, going up to people, going up to people and yelling, "Go back to your country," and pushing them around and whatnot, and just go back to your country, Ugh. like to immigrants. I'm like, oh, God. like this is so stupid. And my first thing that came to mind was like self defense class, like, like. Well, what are they going to do for self-defense? Because what if I was in that position? Like, I'd have to think about it. I'm like, okay, there's this white, there's this racist dude. He's telling me to go back to my country, but yet I have to defend myself. What happens if he starts punching me, beating up on me? I got to learn some self-defense moves. And I'm not very big. So I thought of a self-defense plan that anybody, anybody that ever gets in that position or even fights, okay, if you ever get into a fight, that you don't want to be in or you're being robbed or any situation this is the perfect thing okay forget the choke uh forget the like throat punch the choke slam okay tickle tickle them yeah <laughs> you might think it's goofy but come on why aren't they not teaching tickling in self-defense class why aren't they i'm telling you i don't i don't care how I don't know how I don't care how gangster you are. But if you if you start pulling up on somebody and starting to rob them and they just come out and start tickling you just like you're going to be like, oh, "What is that? What you just do to me? What? What?" And you start tickling him again. He's like, oh, "Stop it. Stop stop it. I'm done. Okay, looks like I'm not robbing you anymore." God, and all his friends are laughing at him. He's like, oh, he's a pansy. He's ticklish. See, what is up with that? Like, if you're if you're a guy and you're ticklish, you're automatically a wimp. You're automatically a pansy. Your toughness is out. Like the biggest ripped guy ever, and you just expose it by tickling him, and he's just automatically to the ground. 
That's what that's what I'm saying. Like, and and plus also with racist people, like start tickling them because what do they hate more than ra- What do they hate more than immigrants? Gay people. Yeah, and tickling in a fight to them is about the gayest thing that you can do. So come on, just go at it. Start tickling. Just get you, get you, get you. They're like, what? What? What did you just do? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> the- <gasps> oh, we got to get out of here. <laughs> he, started, he started tickling me. You can't tickle in a fight. You can't tickle in a fight. What, what's, up with, what's up with racist people being so scared of gay people? I, I've, never, I've never understood that. Like, you want to you wanna combat racism? You want to combat it? Have a march of gay people. Just have a march of them going on in, just m- marching on in. And I bet you all the racists be like, we're flooding out. We gotta get- <laughs> we're hiding in. <laughs> because they have guns. They can fight. They can do whatever. But you have a gay guy on the scene. And all of a sudden, they're just like, whoa, Terry. I didn't see this one coming. This guy's got short shorts on, some cowboy boots. This is not adding up. <laughs> I cannot believe it. This is the funniest thing. Funniest thing. I can I cannot imagine that at all. Just being <sighs> But no, tickling. Tickling in self-defense class. It, that needs to be a thing. It needs to be a thing. I've used it. I've used it many of times. My friends. Like, bro, that's gay. That's dumb. That's gay, bro. What why why are you tickling me, bro? That's gay. Stop! What do you mean? I didn't want to fight. I I was the weakest link in my friend group. The weakest link. And you know why I was in their friend group? Because I was the easiest to pick on. They had a bad day. They'd be like, oh, "Man, I had a bad day." Well, it looks like I'm gonna go pick on Dawson. Yeah, come here. I was like a buck seventeen. I was a, in in junior. It's my senior year. I was a buck seventeen. That was last year. Always got beat up on. Guess what I ended up doing? I started cheap-shotting them. Not in the nuts. I just started tickling them. Look, I had to do what I had to do. That's probably like probably the most unmanliest thing that you can do. But if you're in a fight that you don't want to be in, it works every time. Go for the ribs. The biggest guys will fall. Start tickling the ribs. But come on, stop. I'm done fighting you. It works every time. You may get teased at and laughed at, but at least you're not getting punched on. I know that for a fact. Most embarrassing part about being a buck 17 is one year, my senior year. I went to go in to give blood with my buddies. All right, I just wanted to give blood. I got on the, they put me on a weight scale. I was like, why do you have to weigh to give blood? Well, it turns out that I'm way too underweight. Alright, I have to be 125 in order to give blood, and I was 117. <laughs> I'm, I'm seriously, but no, they give cookies. They give cookies to all the people that are overweight and can get, get can give blood. Alright, they're over there stuffing their faces with cookies, but the kids that don't, they don't, they're not like, oh hey, here's some cookies anyways. No, I don't get any cookies. I'd had to do walk of shame back to my classroom. The teacher asked me, hey, I thought you were giving blood. I was like, I thought I was too, but uh, I don't weigh enough. 
<laughs> at all. I don't weigh enough at all. That that was so, so humiliating. I haven't weighed myself in a while, so I don't even know how much I weigh anymore. That's kind of strange. Weighing myself. I don't even have a scale to be able to weigh myself, but you know, here I am. I I I hope I'm over a, a 125 by now. I feel like I'm over 125 if I had to take a good guess. But if for some odd reason that I'm not over 125, I, I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm 20 years old and I still can't give blood. <laughs> hey, well, it also, for me being so skinny, I'll, for all the skinny people out there that can relate, um, I didn't have to unbutton my pants to uh, put my pants on until I was in, I want to say 10th grade. Somewhere in there, at the end of 10th grade. Yeah, <laughs> because most of the pants that I wore, because I have long legs. So, and there's no such thing as a 2834. <laughs> so, I had to go the size up. I had to get a 30, which was a little too much for me. I had to wear a belt with everything. I, didn't, I did not officially fit into 30s until my 11th grade year, my junior year. Insane. So, I didn't have to butt on... I did not have to unbutton my pants to put them on until like my junior year. Wow. Is that an accomplishment or is that embarrassing? I don't know. That's up for you to decide. I think that's an accomplishment. All my skinny people out there that were able to do that, come on. That's talent. Okay? <laughs> that should be accomplished and clapped upon. But let's move into the fun fact. We got a fun fun fact for you um um let's see here a woman paid ten thousand dollars for an invisible piece of artwork pay ten thousand dollars for an invisible piece of artwork what artwork you would ask it's just invisible there was nothing there it's it's something that james franco came up with it's just invisible art pieces it was it's it probably the dumbest thing ever and I don't know what's up with art pieces like I've noticed that like I've walked into coffee shops and they'll just have paintings that just are just splattered on canvases it's just paint splattered on canvases and they'll be like $150 I'm like what it even cost you that much to get the paint and you're wanting to pay uh, you're wanting me to pay you $150 get out of here um, this is not gonna happen. But this woman bought this um so-called piece of artwork. It's called Fresh Air. What? Um, that's all it was. It was called Fresh Air, and it was an empty. It was it was just empty. It was an empty box. And I, I don't know. It, it was empty box of air and it sold for $10,000. And then all I have to say about that is is it made me it made me think, what like what could I sell? I could sell an empty um I can rip the label off a water bottle and just <laughs> sell this empty water bottle that I had and had my lips on it. 
yeah, I have my lips on it. I can just go ahead and just sell that on eBay and see who's gonna make the, make the pay the highest pay the highest bidder for my empty water bottle. There you go. Dawson, that's not stupid. Really? This this woman bought a a box of air. <laughs> a box of air. I mean, I don't know if it was just because James Franco came up with it. That's the thing that's crazy too about celebrities is they can just sell the simplest things. Like you can, like I can have this pin. Yeah, I have a pin right now, and I can say this pin was touched, was touched by, uh, by Prince, the the famous singer Prince, and and I could say that he wrote, uh, when doves cry with this pen. And I could have like this like lettering made that it was his official pen, and I could sell it, and someone will buy it for millions of dollars. Did you know that Prince wrote "Dove When Doves Cry" with this pen? And who cares? It's a good song, but I'm not gonna buy the pen. What? Really? Like all these stuff that like old celebrity stuff sells for millions upon millions of dollars just because. They're just humans, and you're just buying their junk. Like no one's gonna care but you. Like you think you think you're gonna impress me? What well, this is Elvis Presley's guitar? I'm just gonna go. Oh wow! How much did you pay for it? One point two million. Oh. I mean, I'm no Elvis's guitar probably went for more than that, but I mean, I'm just oddballing. I'm just like, oh wow, great! You bought Elvis's guitar. Awesome, and now you have it hanging on your wall just so people can just walk on in and you can be like oh hey look look what i got over here i have elvis's guitar whatever <laughs> if if that's what makes you happy awesome good but how do you have this much money if you buy junk like this how do you have this much money at all like that you don't deserve to have that much money that's what i'm trying to get at if you have enough money to buy a splatter painting for uh, for a million oh for a little over a million dollars or just a simple splatter painting and you have that much money to blow you don't deserve that money because you don't know how to spend it <laughs> at all okay and i'm not ripping people who do art okay there are awesome artists out there like there's like you know there's like the real like life the realism art where like they could literally paint what a printer does now that that stuff amazes me i've watched youtube videos on it and people like do like the little dots or whatever and they make it look exactly like a printer did it and i'm like whoa that blows my mind i can i can't i can't fathom like what kind of skill level that takes but no but I see a, paint, a splatter painting that sold more than what that is sold for, and you're just like, okay, I'm done. Or like a toilet seat on a stick. Anyways, you get my anger. <laughs> it's not really anger. You just get my like point of the stupidity of that I have towards this. God. But we're now in our article phase. Articles. Article, article. Yes, that's where I pick out an article and talk about it. And the interesting article happened today on Twitter. 
Um, it's an article about what happened on Twitter, and you're probably familiar with it. Um, big celebrities' uh, Twitter accounts got hacked by this hacker. Who knows how they hacked into it, but they got into these. I, I'm talking about all these celebrities: Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Elon Musk, Apple. Uh, even even Twitter, Twitter's Twitter account got hacked by this hacker, and what they did was is um they uh made they made a post uh and this is what it says it says feeling grateful doubling all payments sent to my bitcoin address you send a thousand dollars i'll send two thousand back only doing this for the next 30 minutes and they put down the link typical scamiest scam in the book but they use celebrities accounts that's what's crazy so if you if you're out there listening to this and you sent a thousand dollars because Elon Musk posted a thing about Bitcoin about doubling it and he'll send you two thousand dollars if you give him a thousand, you're out of your mind. <laughs> I would even do that in the first place. I don't even have a thousand dollars to give up. Like I think that was a pretty high bid, in my opinion. In Bitcoin, uh, for Bitcoin, I mean, I'm I just feel like that's a high bid. Anyways, like, I mean, you should, if you were trying to appeal to their followers, you should know that most of these celebrities have, um, um, their not so smart followers that would fall, fall for this scam would be, uh, not having a thousand dollars available, but just by the chance that they did have a thousand dollars and they spent it on it, that's just insane. Um, and I feel bad for you and, uh, I can't. And I'm talking about every celebrity. Most of all the celebrities' accounts got hacked. So if you had a blue check mark, they were, the hackers were coming after you so they could put that ad out. I wonder how many people they got, though. That's what I'm interested in. And. <laughs> oh, man. This makes me glad not to be have a blue check mark by my Twitter account. I mean, and plus, also, I don't understand how you get their passwords. Especially Elon Musk. Elon, I bet you Elon Musk's password is probably the most difficult password ever. And I mean, come on. I mean, look at what his child's name is. You already know this dude has the most complicated passwords known to man. Like, just like he probably has symbols in his password that you didn't even know were like existing. And then I, I'm trying to think of like what Barack Obama's password would be. It'd probably be like his favorite uh favorite child's name and then the year he became president that that would be a typical barack obama password joe biden would probably be i don't know <laughs> i don't know what joe biden's password i mean i don't really know him that well so i mean whatever apple's password that would be it it would probably be uh uh <laughs> it'd probably be something in uh like to dedicate Steve Jobs. So it would be like Steve Jobs something something something. That's what it would be. That it would have to be that. And I don't even and Twitter's password. I can't believe they hacked into Twitter. The Twitter has their own Twitter account and they hacked into Twitter's Twitter account. Wow. That is that is mind blowing. So I mean, congratulations to those hackers because I mean, People were just talking and talking about it on Twitter. It was like the number one trending thing 
on Twitter for the longest time. And it was all because all these celebrities got hacked. <laughs> hey, I think Twitter fixed it. I'm not 100% sure, though. But hopefully, I hope, I hopefully, yeah, I hope they did fix it. Hopefully they did. And if they didn't, then, then more celebrities are at risk. So if you're a celebrity out there that's, that's happy to listen to the last Heart podcast, just know. Change your password <laughs> for your own sake and for your own good. Just change it. Man. Ooh, do, 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 do. Moving right along. Man. And I am happy to announce uh, that I am having a new thing that I want to do at the end. The end during my conclusion uh, uh, area. And it's where I talk about uh, my reviews. Yeah. You know why I started this? Because I got a review the other day. I got my first official. I mean, I have had other reviews. But this is like my first official, official, like, written out, written out review. And I, I just had, I, I want to talk about them on my podcast. So, um, uh, we'll just, we'll. We'll just celebrate that I have a first review, okay? And and I don't know who this person is. I I posted it on my Instagram and my Snapchat story. I was trying to figure out who this person was because it made my day. I came home and I saw it and I was like, wow, this is an amazing post and amazing review. I mean, this makes me happy. But no one came forward to it. And, and I... And I should have known that no none of my followers would have written this review because of how intelligent the wording was and all that. I'm like, dude, there's n- nobody that I'm following would would say this about my podcast. There's just no way, especially around my age. This has to be an older person, not like too old, but you know, a little bit more around, uh, out of my age range. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and and uh, tell you the review. Um, it's from Poopy Head Reviews with a Z. Classic. I like it. I like it already. Uh, and they rated me five stars and they said, Genius. Dawson Eichelhart is a comedic genius with an exclamation mark. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Um, man. Uh, that makes me want to cry. That, that is so, that's touching. That just that first sentence right there that is just a that is beautiful his bold intelligent remarks and hilarious deliveries stem from a mixture of kevin hart Dwayne the rock johnson and lebron james hmm okay i can see the kevin hart thing because it kind of goes along with your comedy thing okay but did you did you say Dwayne the rock johnson like, is it just because he was in a few movies with Kevin Hart? Is that why you added him in there? I don't really, I don't really understand how it could be like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, do you, do you think I'm, do you think I'm a stud? Is that what it is? Like, who knows? I mean, I think I'm a stud. I mean, if you think I'm a stud, then awesome. But LeBron James, um, is am I, am I a playmaker on my podcast? Am I a, am I a great at uh you know going for my goals like lebron james 
I mean, I don't really, I don't really understand the LeBron James reference, but I mean, look, I will take it. I will take it. I, I don't really, I have never really watched LeBron James interviews, but if he does really good interviews, then guess what? Then I could, then I'm a LeBron James. Okay. So I'm a mixture. So this person says, I am a mixture of Kevin Hart, Dwayne The Rod Johnson, and LeBron James. So, if all three of them morphed together and had a baby, guess what would happen? They would come out with a Dawson Eichelhart like me, okay? So, I am a uh, I am a Kevin Hart, Dwayne Johnson, and LeBron James baby. Wow. That's what this guy just called me. I mean, can't get better than that, but I mean, you know what? I can't agree more, okay? I can't agree more. And then he ends it off with, or she, he or she, I don't know. Not going to be surprised when I see his name on a Hollywood sign with two thumbs up emojis. Thank you, man. I mean, I have nothing, nothing sarcastic to say about that response. I mean, that is, that is a beautiful first golden response that was needed onto my podcast. And this, this comment right here. Go, it goes out to all of you, okay? If you want your reviews heard, just go and click into the description, uh, the link in the description of my podcast, and there's going to be a link that you click on it, and it's just, it r- literally takes you right straight to my review, uh, where you can just write a review, whatever you want. You can write a funny one, you can write a serious one, you can write whatever, like, the the choice is yours. It's all up to you. But you can write whatever you want and then just send it. Just send just send it, all right? Add a little five star at the end for me if you want to. Okay? I mean, while you're there, you might as well do it. Okay? Cuz I know you love me. All right? You love listening to me. And I love you. So, love all of my listeners. So, if you want your review to be heard uh on my uh next upcoming podcast that happened on Tuesday and Friday of course go go hit 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 the link and give me a review because I'll be that's my plan I'm going to be concluding every one of my podcasts from now on with a random read of my favorite reviews because if I get a lot of them I can I don't have time to read a lot of them but I'm going to read from my top favorite reviews if they're funny I that could be a top one if they're serious that could be a top one Whatever you want to write in the review thing, I'm not going to be, I'll talk about anything. So write it, you know, shoot a, shoot a five star. You know what? That's, I mean, come on. I know you want to. And then just write a review, send it, and then you'll be on my next podcast. And then you'll be on my next podcast. And I'll talk about you. All right. So thank you, Poopy Head Reviews, for being my number one review my first review and not only my first review but you are automatically at the top of my list of reviews i'm just gonna pin your review up okay like that is amazing like awesome review and i i it will always be cherished in my heart that i know poopy head reviews thought of me as a mixture of kevin hart Dwayne the rock johnson and lebron james okay if they had a baby it would be me Okay. All thanks to Poopy Head Reviews, and he and he noticed that he noticed that I was, I, if they had a kid, it would be me. But I want y'all. I want to thank y'all for listening. Uh, Tuesdays and Fridays. Remember the last Cycle Heart podcast. Always coming up with a new episode on them days. 
and DJ. You know what? I'm going to have to have you play that intro as an outro, baby, as usual. So thank y'all for listening and see y'all Tuesday. The last I go hard podcast. You are listening to the last I go hard podcast.